The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's, it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a... Another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This is Wednesday night, so we're doing it on Locker Room, the app. Uh, you should join us. If you're listening to this uh, not live, you should download the Locker Room app. Join us every Wednesday. We do it between 9 and 9.30. We have fun Saints chats. And this week, Andrew, we got three or four people in the room, but we're doing a Saints mock draft with the PFF, NFL Mock Draft Simulator. Um, so let's start the ground rules. How do we want to do this draft? And Andrew, you can have a vote and people in the, in the room vote as well. Do we want to do the draft how we wish the Saints would do it and like trade down and do all that? Or do we want to do it like we think Loomis would do it? Uh, mm. Joshua think- says Lewis. And Loomis. Loomis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we just do it. I don't know. I I think we don't want to get gangbusters with the trades. Yeah, you know. So I I would I would probably lobby for just picking where the slot is personally. Okay, I'll I'll do that. But I want to say this. I think in the what we should do is we should decide what player that if they get to like fifteen, we're going to try to move up to get them. It doesn't mean we'll get crazy, but like, what's a pos- player or position that you guys think? If that dude's there at 15. All right, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, does pass does uh, does Passanois, Passanois, Wait, is it Passanois? Um, yeah, Passanois. Um, uh, Passanio. That's how he Passanio. says it. Passanio. Uh, does Passanio do enough for you to mitigate the need for a defensive end? Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. Okay. Where let, let's talk about real quick between defensive end, defensive tackle. Are, are we in agreement that receiver, defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker, and corner? Those five, and yeah. in, in no specific order, are, are the biggest yeah. needs. And uh, and would you say that if a quarterback falls into your lap, that's potentially also in the mix? Well, listen, if just if. If Justin Fields is there at 28, we're going to have to have a discussion on if we want to draft a person that just got arrested for murder. Because if he <laughs> falls to 28, if he if Justin Fields falls to 28, that means he either murdered somebody or he's murder adjacent, like Lal Collins. Right, and, and it becomes a pro- it becomes it becomes the discussion that we'll have to have if he's on the board at 28. Uh, I think well, he might. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. There's a lot of guys I like. There's a, um, ton, there's a ton of guys that that are great, and the Saints have a lot of holes. So yeah. let's just. I, I would say. I mean, that, there's a bunch I, of I'm receivers gonna, I like. I mean, a corner I would say is the biggest need. Yeah. So J C Horn, Greg Newsom, you know, Fairly of Virginia Tech. I mean, those are all guys I have an eye on. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna start the draft, and um, and if a corner gets to 12 
that's high up on the board, gonna I'm going gonna, to pause it and we're going to have a discussion in the okay. room. So, and, and, so, and here's the thing, uh, you know, before we go any further, too, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that quarterbacks are going to go one, two, three. No, Pitts I'm, I'm, went four. Jamar Chase just went six. Patrick Sertan just whoa, went whoa, seven. Whoa, what's going on here? Trey Lance just went uh, eight to pe- Carolina. He was the fourth quarterback taken? Yeah. Okay. So Denver's on the clock. And Denver took Mac Jones. Devonta Smith went to Dallas. Jalen Waddle. Panay Sewell went 12. That's ridiculous. That's, uh, that's shocking, yeah. Uh, Christian Darwin. Greg Newsom just went to the Patriots at 15. J.C. Horn. Rashawn mm. Slater. Elijah Moore. J.C. Owen. Uh, so, uh, you know, J.C. Owen at 19. Um, Owe? The defensive oh, end? Oh, yeah. 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 So, All right, so where, where are we right now? What we're at 20. We? We're at tr- Morig just went to safety. Uh, All right, pa- pause, it, pause it. You, this is going too fast. You're wigging me. Okay. All okay. right. So is it paused? It's paused. We're at pick okay. 20. So how, what, 24? Yeah. Okay, so we're four away from the Saints, and give me the board. Give me, like, the top 10 guys left. Uh, what about Uwusu Koromora? Koromoa, the he is, ava- he is available. He's still there. Okay, Matt. Yeah. Matt likes him, and you know he he's a good linebacker. Okay, um, and what about at corner? We still got the Virginia Tech kid. No, Virginia Tech kid went nineteen to Washington. <sighs> okay, so who's the best corner in the draft? Let's see. Oh, just give me the top five best available. Oh man, where did this? Hold on. I do like that five quarterbacks went already. Yeah. I don't know how this. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, See, this is why I should have been running this. (laughs) You should have been running it. Hold on. Let me see. All right. All right. So so here's what we got. We got – we got we got uh, corn. Let's look at corner. There we go. We got this is what we. Asante Samuels. He's still out there. He Asante Samuel. Okay. Um, we got. Is, Terrence, is he the best one? He's the best one ranked. The corners yeah. went. He's a nickel Quiddy, guy. I don't know. Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay uh, still out there. Yeah, he um, Terrence Marshall. If you want to go receiver for LSU, mm, that's too high. Zayvon Collins. He's ranked thirty-five. I don't. Um, I don't like Zayvon Collins. Too slow. So, right, those, he, so the, what, those are your top five. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that we have some trade offers. So here, here's my question: with if we want to go, um, if we want to go, if we're going to go trade. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Uh, have three now. Those those trades are, are absolutely garbage. Dallas is offering a, a fourth and a fifth and a second. So I, I would say, I, I mean, to me, I mean, you know me. I, I have made the case that they need a defensive end. You know, because you look at their defensive line in twenty twenty two. 
You might not have Davenport. If Cam Jordan declines, I think there's a good chance that they may move on from him, even though it's a giant cap hit. So you may have Onyemata and your UDFA son, Granderson, and that's it. And on the on the D line. So I think you got to go pay or you got to go Samuel. But I got the go tiger in me, Andrew. Like Terrence Marshall at receiver would be dynamic. I, I mean, you yeah. Terrence Thomas. All right, we'll keep let, let's let's keep going. I, I'm comfortable going to 28. I, I, we have options. Okay. The linebacker from Notre Dame is who I want. Okay. Well, let's Lusu uh, Koromoa. Okay. So let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see what at linebacker as we as we go there. Um, what's the what he is? He is there. So do you you want to go? You want to go him over all the guys I just listed? Just who who are the top five available? The top five available are at twenty eight. Is Pay from Michigan, Walker, Walker Little from Stanford to tackle. That would be fun. Saints Twitter would lose their fucking minds. Terrence Marshall and Tevin Jenkins and Asante Samuel. Those are the top five. So you know, wait, is Jeremiah Wusu Cormo is there? He's there. He's but the they, number one best available, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. He's twenty. That's what he's twenty on this board from PFF. But is he the best guy left? He's he's rated higher than Qu- Quiddy, he's, Michigan he's, defensive end. He, yeah, he's rated one spot higher. Okay, yeah, I mean, so as you're telling me this, you know, I, I'm I'm shocked both of those guys fell. I would mm-hmm. not have expected at 28 to get either of those, and mm-hmm. I was kind of resigned that we're going to decide between Asante Samuel and Terrace Marshall. Um, but I, and I hate losing on a corner because it's such a need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like you've got to go always best player and defensive end is a need and linebacker is a need. I, I just tend to go with taking the Notre Dame linebacker. And, and the reason I say that is mm-hmm. I feel like a defensive end, at least for a year with Jordan Davenport, Granderson and, you know, Pass, uh, uh they they can kind of make it work with those four guys. So I want a defensive end. We may address it later in the draft. Yeah. But I, I just remember what Quan Alexander did for this defense. And I mm-hmm. also remember what this defense looked like without him. And so give me the Notre Dame linebacker. All right. First of all, I, I we're we're doing it. Well, I'll give you I'll give you final say on the pick. But but two reasons I hate this pick. One, I'll never pronounce this name. Jeremiah Owaba uh, Kalua. Uh, this dude, this dude, I've butchered his name for years. Well, let, let's a, let talk talk us out of it. If if anyone wants to uh, request to speak now before the Saints pick, Wusukoromo at at twenty eight. Now's your chance to talk to, us out of this. Talk us out of it. The second reason. Saints haven't drafted a decent linebacker since Mark Fields when I was 1995, a, which I was a sophomore in college. Oh no, I was a freshman in college. That's how long ago it has been since the Saints picked a good linebacker. So here's the thing: I'm gonna give give them 15 more seconds. If you want to make a case that they shouldn't pick uh, Koromoa, is that how you say his name? Yep. If you want to, if you want to make the case for him, do it. Uh, nobody's really making the case for him, so we're going to take him, and then uh, and then I'm going to uh, I'm going to continue this draft, and um, and we'll. Uh, I mean, look, if that happens on draft day, if he falls to 28, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel like you're pumped as a Saints fan if that happens. What's the da- Is he ready? To, is he ready to go and plug in and help them cover? Right yes. away, you think? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't know that he's ideal on first and 10, but I think immediately he's one of their best coverage linebackers he, or their best, you know. Mm-hmm. He, and it's kind of like Quan Alexander. Remember, at first, Quan Alexander wasn't in base packages, and they were really just putting him in nickel. But you play nickel so frequently, or at least the Saints do, 
it's basically mm-hmm. like he's a full-time starter. Yeah. So, uh, is your yeah, it's, like, it's exactly what Joshua Ford just said in the chat. Like, I don't want to go backwards on defense. I want a good defense. Yeah. That's what's going to help Jameis Winston the most. You know, I, I think the thing that would be that, that is really interesting as we wait for the Saints to come up in the second round, the thing that's really interesting is I think this simulation that we have is pretty realistic. I think there's a good chance that there's going to be a lot of tackles left. That and it's the Saints are on the, on the pick uh, at, at pick sixty. I think there's a good chance, Andrew, that a lot of the tackles are going to be left. And I think a tackle needy team is going to offer the Saints something really good. Now it doesn't mean they're going to trade down because they never fucking do it, and we know that. But I just think. This year, there's going to be a tackle, and there's going to be something. I think the Saints, they're going to get a a, a really tempting offer. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll do it just because it's not in their DNA. But I do think this is a tackle rich draft, and I think I think guys are going to fall, and and it's going to be interesting. It's interesting what they do at 28. I, my question to you is, what is a tackle? What tackle do you think would be there that they would be like? It would be a ram check situation where they'd be like, shit. We gotta take. Him. We just. Oh, we you're, ta- take you're talking about at 28 in the first. I'm round? talking about 20. I'm talking about 28 for the Saints. What guy would be there where you'd be like, God damn it, we gotta take him? Well, I mean, I think Walker Little, the guy from Stanford that you just mentioned. Uh, you know, if he fell, I, I think you know Christian Darrisaw out of Virginia Tech is very good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he falls. But by, by the way, I, I guess Christian Barmore was gone, right? The defensive tackle. That is correct. Yeah, he went. Okay, he went to the. He went. He went top fifteen. I was. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he was a guy that I, I was. I mean, Rayshon Slater. I'm assuming he's going to be gone. You know, and yeah. I would be shocked. But Darisaw Virginia Tech to me is the one that could fall. Where if he's there, Walker Little. I, I still think there's going to be other guys that that are more appealing. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I would say it's really Darisal that's the one that you think about. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. So we're at sixty now, and you still need a wide. You still need a wide receiver. Well, I, I just think it's. I think it's criminal that we haven't addressed corner. You know, because you not yeah. only need one, you need one that plays this year. Yeah, and well, because uh, right now we're starting. I guess Patrick Robinson. Yeah. So Oof. we need we need a corner. Well, give me the top five best available. All right, so I'm gonna go. Cor- the corners available. You got Tyson Campbell. He's sick, rated 66. He's a cornerback from Georgia. You got uh, somebody from Syracuse, if Ifadu Melafuano. Yeah. And this could this is if we draft him, this is quickly turning into not just a regular mock draft. It's the annual mock draft names Ralph can't pronounce. Uh, if we if we go him, um, those are your top three top three corners. Uh, Eric Stokes is another guy. He's 78, though, for Georgia. That's kind of – you'd be kind of picking him high. The top guy rated available is a safety, Jamar Johnson from Indiana. Um, then yeah, Landon – We're not going safety. Uh, Javante Williams, halfback, North Carolina. Uh, Joseph Asio, uh, 
edge guy from Texas, mm. uh, Marvin Wilson, an interior defensive man, defensive uh, lineman from Florida. Najee Harris is still there from Bama. I, that would I, be fun. I know. I, I mean, I know you don't need a running back, but like Latavius Murray is over thirty, and you. Uh, so he's basically this after this year. Latavius Murray's done. If you could get Najee Harris and Kamara, and you have Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas, I mean, you could have that. That could be that could be potentially. Better than Ingram Camaro, which was amazing. I think I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw it out, and I know it's gonna no. it's gonna. You, you, you. Uh, Tyson Campbell all the way. I mean, he he's six two. Uh, he fits actually both corners uh, that you mentioned. Um, the kid from Syracuse. Uh, he he is also six two. But I, I look. Tyson Campbell is fast. The Saints love their corners big. I mean, he fits mm-hmm. the prototype. It's exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he lasted this long. Um, you know, Mel, Mel, uh, what is it, Melifonwu from mm-hmm. Syracuse. Um, you know, I think he's maybe got a little bit more upside. He's a little bit more raw. But I just – I've watched Tyson Campbell in the SEC. I know that with the right coaching, he can be a good player. And again, it's about size and physicality, and he has that. That's what the Saints want. So I, you got to go corner here. All right. We're going I mean, cor- we ignored it in the first round, and like we just can't anymore. Yeah. So we got we got a request to speak. Uh, Matt, come with. T- tell Andrew we need to pick. We need to pick. Uh, we need to pick a running back from Alabama. Tell Andrew we need to get reckless. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, also getting Najee Harris from Bama just to say, you know what? Why not? Try and tackle either Kamara or Najee. Good luck good luck defenses. <laughs> the one thing I will say is if you don't pick a corner now, it yeah. fall it falls off a fucking cliff. Yeah. Because 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 And how go- good is Sean Payton counterpoint? How good is Sean Payton at finding running backs in later rounds? That's true. Yeah. I mean, his only real miss is Antonio Pittman from 2007. Yeah, and Pittman was a miss only because Pierre Thomas was better. No, Pittman was a miss. He was trash. Where he, yeah, he but he was you, you don't know that Sean Payton wouldn't have made uh, him good if it wasn't he, for Pierre Thomas. Maybe he 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 struggled wherever he went, and he he was like he was like dollar store Eddie George, literally because he was Ohio State, and also because he had the same running style that wasn't any good, the upright style. So all right, yeah. so. Matt, I appreciate you making the case. We're gonna go corner, but Matt, before you before you before you leave us and just go back to listening, I want you to huh. say what do you want? What do you think now that you've you've uh, you've got linebacker, you got corner? What are you doing in the third round? Are you still trying to fill a need, or are you just strictly third round when we come up? Beat best player available. I think you still have to go BPA. Because in the third round, you you might get some couple surprises here or there, but you don't want to pass up on a potential great player. Like, let's say in this tackle-rich draft, you see a guy who was rated highly in day two falls to your lap in the third round. I don't think you can pass mm-hmm. him up uh, at all, you know, with both Ramchek and Armstead both set to hit free mm-hmm. agency next year. So, And getting a tackle, at least under contract for next year, would help a lot. Mm-hmm. What do Matt you think? Doesn't, Matt doesn't like James Hurst, huh? He, isn't he under? <laughs> didn't he sign a multi-year deal? He did. He signed one. Three. Yeah. It's three-year deal. What's wrong three-year with James Hurst, Matt? Come on, man. Yeah. Um, no, I. Would I you totally, feel comfortable with totally him starting left tackle for sixteen games? <laughs> you mean seventeen? Oh, well, yeah, remember Armstead. Sorry. And Armstead could be. Go, you know, Armstead's a free agent or after this year. So I mean. And Armstead, he's 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 not necessarily that old for a tackle, but he does have an injury history. So you know, you go and you you got the Saints are on the clock now. Best of I, I just want to say so far. So I mean, just looking at the rankings that I have, um, you know, mm-hmm. Uosu Kormo is at nineteen. So the value there is insane. You got mm-hmm. you got the 19th best player in the draft, and then I've got Tyson Campbell. Um, I've got him down at um, 66, and w- where did we take him? 60. Yeah. 
So, you know, the reach is maybe – it's a slight reach. Maybe not, not really, quite though, as good as the value of your pick, but but about right. And then again, you know, we get a position of need. And I, I yeah, think I he's I in the cloud. I don't think – I don't think – if you pick a player – if you pick a player at 60 and he's rated 60, that's not a re- – to me, the only time that I get scared is like when the Saints pick Rick Leonard and every draft analyst known to man was like, what the fuck are they doing? We don't have this guy in our top 200. That's to me, is a red flag. But if you pick a Tyson Campbell and, 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 and Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay are arguing, oh, he's a third-round pick or they picked him 10 spots too, I don't care. Like that to me is nothing. I only get scared, Andrew, when you're off the reservation. Because wasn't that because, the case for Onyemata, though? I mean, a little, not really, though. Uh, a little Hicks. bit. Not really. Not. I mean, that they were they were rated like maybe the Saints picked them like a round too high or, or two rounds too high, but it wasn't like insanity. Like Rick Leonard, like. It boggled people's minds because they were like, I don't have this dude, you know. Mike Dettilia is like, I don't have him in my book, you know. So yeah. th- that that's a concern. So, uh, Matt, thanks, thanks, as, thanks as always. So, all right, this is tricky now because we're at 98 and we're going to – the Saints are going to pick again in, um, in a few picks. But now, Andrew, like best available – Mm-hmm. Milton Williams is at 75 for Louisiana Tech. He's a defensive interior Ooh. guy. And I mean – What else I you did, got? You got Benjamin St. Just, a cornerback from Minnesota. Maybe you, do, you, maybe you double dip at Double corner. dip, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat, oh, we got Green Wave. Uh, if Dave was with us, we got an edge guy from, from Green Wave, Patrick Johnson. You got a linebacker from Ohio State. You got another corner from uh, Wisconsin. Rashad Wild Goose. I like that name, last name Wild Goose. Then you got a bunch of habits. Uh Tight end, Tommy Treble from Notre Dame. You know, you, I, I think tight end. Wait, is, wait, who, is the edge guy, is that Cameron Sample? No. The, the, from Cameron, Tulane? No, the edge guy is Patrick Johnson from Tulane. Hmm. You know? And where, where did you have him ranked? He's ranked 92. Here. So we're picking okay. at 98. Oh, Patrick so we're, Johnson, okay. We're going to get value. I mean, it would be fun. I mean, I'm thinking the interior guy. I mean, I know we keep going defense. Yeah, I, I think that interior guy, Milton Williams, is is to me, I love Shy Talk. I, I've, been, I've been listening to Sean Fox too much going into his show, uh, but they, <laughs> they, they up, up and rest. I mean, they talk they talk about him a lot. All right, we're, we're, we're uh, we got we got a request to speak, jo- Joshua. Joshua, we're all, we're on the clock, so make your case of who you want, and I'll tell you if they're available. I mean, for me, I would say we would have to double dip into corner, um, corner or defensive tackle. I mean, it's frustrating because we should have took Najee Harris there. <laughs> <laughs> we should have took him. I'm totally with that, only because the Saints, just like linebacker, they have no luck. In selecting cornerbacks <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Just, just keep throwing darts, baby. Just do, just do like Nick Underhill did, the all-corner draft. And just be like, we're going to pick we're pick eight of them, and two of them will fucking work. I swear to God. Right? <laughs> exactly. That is exactly but, how it but, feels. But, but here's, the, here's the thing, and I feel like we need to keep this in mind. You know – I, I, you know, uh, Joshua, I, I completely agree with your, with your corner situation. But here's the thing. You know, best available, they still got a lot of corners that are, you know, you got Trey Brown, Rashid Wild Goose. And the thing is, remember, we pick at 98 and we're going to pick set, we're going to pick again seven picks from now. So, you know, we could go, cause I feel like Milton Williams may not be there. I, I wouldn't be opposed to say, Hey, we're going to draft Milton Williams and then immediately try to trade back up and get another corner or get one of these guys, you know, I, I'll, top five. I'll, I'll say this about ahead, Milton Andrew. Williams. I'm, I'm just reading up on him right now. So he ran a four six two forty. Uh, he's he's grossly undersized. So he's he's six three two eighty four. So you know he's not going to give you run stopping ability. But man, I'm just looking at his write up and what a potential. You know, if, and if he can put on a little weight, that's great. But like. 
when you talk about replacing Sheldon Rankins and he's in the 99th percentile for, for a 40 yard dash and he's 91st percentile in bench press 34 reps. So despite being 284, he's 91st percentile in strength. He's 99th percentile in the 40 yard dash 97th percentile in the short shuttle 100th percentile in the three cone at 6.87. This dude is a physical freak. His broad jump is 97th percentile. His vertical is 38 and a half inches, 99th percentile. So I'm just like all this stuff jumps on the board. He's, he's got to add 15 pounds, but man, I'm telling you, this dude could be Aaron Donald rushing. The uh, yeah. I, I, Joshua, thanks for, I'm going to put you back, uh, back just listening andrew i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna go milton williams and this is why and and i, I and i say this and i and like I, the louisiana connection i love know. the louisiana connection but i'm gonna say this and i i've said this on the daily show and if you you're probably uh it, you were probably are a patron so you listen to the daily show but if you're not become a patron we have the best daily saints podcast in the world well number one in malta and we're the best but but here's the thing andrew i said it on the podcast and i really believe this Ryan Nielsen, he's the best defensive line coach in football, college or professional. You look at what he did with North Carolina where he developed four NFL draft picks from dudes that were two- and three-star star players. You saw what he did with Hendrickson. You saw what he's done with Onyemata. Like, get me Mil- get him Milton Williams and, yeah. give him, and, and let him mold that dude because he has shown – he makes defensive linemen better. And maybe the Saints only have Ryan Nielsen for one or two more years. But if he makes Milton Williams 70% of what Aaron Donald is, you got a freaking star and you got him at 98. I think you, I think you got to take him. And, yeah. and He's 75th overall in my ranking right here. And if, mm-hmm. if you're taking him at 98, like the value is off the charts, first of all. Secondly, you know – in year one, he's probably only a third and five or more. Like that's the only situation he's coming in. He's a pass rusher, but so you know he's not going to stop the run. And so I think situationally, it, you know he's he's going to have limited snaps, lim- limited times yeah. where he comes on the field. But here's the thing: Sean Payton always talks about how can we affect the passer. How can yeah. we get players that affect the passers in a passing game? And I just think this is a guy that comes in on third and five or more. You put him next to Onyemata and the interior, just that first step. And, and I'm just going back to what Rankins was like before yeah. his injury. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just thinking about what that does to a team on third down. And all of a sudden, all this uh, defensive line stuff that we're panicking about starts to feel a lot better. Now, you still have to go get your Malcolm Brown replacement. You still need to get that run stuffer. Um, but man, I mean, just think about what we've done with our defense. Yeah. We've added a six, two corner. We added a plug and play linebacker that can start immediately next to Demario Davis and Excel. And now we have a pass rusher that can influence. We got three, passing. we got three top 75 players. Yes. In, now, and- now listen, now listen, we, we've gone all defense so far. So I feel like we're kind of hanging Jameis out to dry. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So that next third-round pick, I feel like we almost have he, to go off. He, here's, the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the challenging thing. Um, uh, at wide receiver, Tutu Atwell for Louisville is still there. He's a really interesting dude, I think. Um, you know, but here's, here's my question. And, and I'm, and before, before we, before we're going to take Milton Williams, but we pick at one Oh five. Is there anybody in this list of Khalil, a, a bear from Virginia tech, a halfback, Patrick Johnson, the edge rusher, Hilliard, the linebacker, uh, St. Just the corner, Trey Brown, the corner, tremble the tight end is there any of those that you want me to we're like hey we're gonna draft the guy we're gonna draft him at 98 we're gonna draft the louisiana tech kid but we gotta move back up from 105 to get make sure we get this guy too is there any is there anybody on that list or should we wait and 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 uh i i I think we're okay i mean you know edge is still a position but again that that starts to feel a little heavy-handed defensively Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think we let the draft come to us and yeah. see what's available and maybe a receiver, we get good value in a, a receiver at one of five. Yeah. So here we go. Um, Marisette, the wide receiver, Hunter Long, the tight end. So, so the corner just went. So what we've got is you've got the top five available is, um, is halfback Khalili Hebert from Virginia Tech. Yeah. Justin, Justin Hilliard, the linebacker from Ohio State. Ohio State uh, Saints love Ohio State players. And by the way, uh, that guy, Nick Vanette, even though Andrew explained to the people that even though his, his, his tape from Denver, he was only inline blocker, like Sean Payton sold him on a recruiting job. He's like, dude, you're, you're Josh. You're the next Josh Hill. We're going to line you up all over the place. We know, you're, you played in offenses that were in the fucking Stone Age. Get here. We will do fun stuff with you. Explain that to people as we. Yeah. So, you know, I told you, I, I, um, you know, watched his tape at Denver and I was like, why the heck are they signing this guy? He's in line on every play and he's not much of a, and, and yeah, I did give the caveat. I said, now he was in the abyss that was the Denver Broncos offense. Last <laughs> he year. did. Uh, so to, in my defense, I did say that, but as I talked to someone in the building uh, who, you know, source of mine that it basically said, look, throw away the Denver tape completely. Like, you shouldn't even be looking at that is what I was told. And, you know, it was basically like their offense is way too predictable, even with Drew Locke in there. They, they were terrible. They're just a terribly designed offense. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, 
they also said like the Seattle tape's not that much better because that offense and Russell Wilson's amazing, but like that offense is not that creative. And, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a nice reminder of how creative Sean Payton is and how much he stands out versus some other offenses that are out there as much as we complain about his play calling and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was reminded that at Ohio State, he played for Urban Meyer. And back then, that offense was very exotic. And if you go back and watch that tape, they've got him in the slot. They've got him out wide. They've got him in the wing position. They've got him in line. Uh, he, he even played fullback a little bit. So, like, they moved him all around. It was way more like Josh Hill. Now, he's not as fast and athletic as Josh Hill, but mm-hmm. he is bigger. And he showed at Ohio State that he does have that experience of, of being the Josh Hill guy. And so, whereas at first I wasn't on board with the vision for Vinette because I'm like, what are you going to do with him? Just make him an inline tight end on select plays? And but But he does have the versatility, and he is used to it. You just have to go back to his Ohio State tape. Yeah. So do we do we do we try to double dip at corner? Do we go Rashad Wild Goose? He's ranked ninety eight. Um, well, what's the what's the best receiver out there? The best receiver is Dax Milne from BYU. That sounds like a villain on the OC. If you're old enough to remember the OC uh, on Fox, what is he ranked overall? He's ranked one hundred and six. He's a BYU guy. All right, let me let me research him a little bit. Let me look at uh, Dax what? Dax Milne. Milne. Oh, like Brian Milne, any relation? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But uh, uh are we really thinking about a white receiver here? I mean, what's the last white they they drafted the dude from Cal like a long chase No, Chase uh, Lyman. Yeah, and he had like his his knees were like he had like he he literally had like cadaver ligaments in his knees. And the Saints signed – they drafted him, like, way, way higher than people thought. And he literally blew out his knee in the Saints minicamp. So, you know what? Like, Dax Milne, to me, reeks of <laughs> Zach, we Zach, Zach Wilson made him look better than he really is. Yeah. You know, that's immediately what I think is he has one of the best quarterbacks in college football, if not the best, after Trevor Lawrence and – you know, I, I just think that's probably his go-to target, and I'm mm-hmm. sure he runs good routes. I'm sure he has good hands. That doesn't necessarily make you a good NFL player. Yeah. So uh, I'm leery of a guy like that. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Um, What's the top five? Give me the top five. You got uh, the top five. You got Khalil Abair or Herbert, mm-hmm. uh, halfback Virginia Tech. Justin Hilliard, linebacker, Ohio State. Ben Cleveland, a guard from Georgia. Uh, Wild Goose, a uh, cornerback from Wisconsin. Trey Brown, a quarter, a cornerback from Oklahoma. And Felton, a, a running back from uh, UCLA. And Tommy Treble, a tight end from Notre Dame. How are we feeling about a running back here? I mean, we're, we're kind of loaded. You know, yeah. I mean, you got four of them. You got... You, everyone's back. You got Kamara, you got Latavius Murray, Ty Montgomery, who we like. There, there's not a whole lot of room. Matt says as Milne has Mike Haas feel to him. Mike Haas. Mike Haas. Were, yeah. Mike Haas. People were fucking pumped about him in 06. Don't let – I mean, it seems like a long, long time ago. And it is. It's a, it's a generation ago now. But people were pumped about that dude in Oregon State. And Colston, who ended up being an all-time great Saints, he was an afterthought. So just just for Saints history. I can't believe I'm I'm gonna advocate for defense again. Oh my god! Yeah, I I just feel like double dipping in corner might not be the worst thing. Okay, so here we here we go. So if we're gonna do this draft like the Saints are gonna do it, here's the trouble with these corners: they're both five ten and five eleven, and that doesn't fit the Saints. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, fit. we need a starter. Yeah, that doesn't. Um, it doesn't all right, fit there. so where does that leave us? That leaves us uh, Justin Hilliard, the linebacker, right? Yeah. Ben Cleveland, the guard. The guard. Yeah. And what else? Tommy Treble, the tight end. Um, let's you go, go tight end. But yeah, let's go. Let's go. Tr- let's go. Treble, the tight end, and that and that way, you know, you 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 feeling really good about it. You feel it at least better because right now, if Trout if, some, if Troutman either disappoints or gets hurt. You like Vinette, but if even if Vinette is ex- exactly a Josh Hill clone, 
Like you don't want Josh, you don't want Josh Hill being tight end one, right? So, so I think that's that's an interesting pick. Um, you know, as we wrap up this four round draft, and look, I, I'm of the I'm of the Bum Phillips school of drafting, where Bum Phillips used to trade all of his late round picks to get as many picks in the first five rounds as he could. He liked to do that, one, because he just thought they were better players, obviously, and he liked to leave the draft early and go gamble on the ponies at the fairgrounds. Um, but I'm like that, too. Like, I just feel like, Andrew, the top three rounds, you can really get good contributing players. After that, you're basically it's basically lottery ticket. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you, so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now that we go into the fourth round, um, and yeah, I just start- I just don't know these players well enough. Once we get this deep, uh, you know, it's going to take me more time to get used to all these guys and. You know, it's it's hard. It takes a lot of time. I, I would say I'm like two rounds deep in terms of my knowledge of players right now. And then like- and then after two rounds, after like the top fifty or so, then it's really like there's a handful of guys I know. Yeah. I, I will say this. Um you got a tackle, you got Deontay Smith, he's ranked one oh nine. You got um Cornell Powell, the uh the receiver from Clemson. But he's he's another guy. How much did Trevor Lawrence make him? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, they got, you know, a, a halfback, Chris Evans from Michigan. And he I watched a little bit of Michigan. They didn't press him. You know, uh, you got Hainsey, the tackle from Notre Dame. Here's the guy that I, I want to take and I'm going to advocate for him. And not just because of his awesome name, but he does fit the Saints profile at corner. Trill Williams from Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome corner name. Right. Six two one ninety eight, you know. So like he he fits their size profile at corner. So if you want to double dip at corner, he's a guy. Um, you know, uh, they got a lot of corners, and they got. We're, this will be the last pick of, of this draft we do. So, um, what's a what's a? Do, do you just go best player available? Because because Deontay, I mean, I know it's PFF, and you you never know, but Deontay Smith. A tackle, like, you know, to, yeah. Do we do we go? But I think you go tackle. Uh, I think the point was made earlier, and it's a good one. That look, Armstead's in the last year of his deal. Ramchick's going to get a long term deal with the Saints. That that's mm-hmm. going to happen. It's a matter of if. It's a matter of when, not if. So, but you know, they'll probably move him to left tackle when it's time for Armstead mm-hmm. to go and you're going to need a new right tackle. So why not draft one now? Because I just want to remind everyone Bushrod sat on the bench for a couple of years before he played. Same thing with Streif. Same thing with John Stinchcomb before them. And I just think sometimes like that, that's been the path for a lot of successful tackles in, in franchise history where yeah. they get drafted right around this fourth, fifth round. I mean, Streif was in the seventh, Stinchcomb was in the second, Bushrod was in the fourth, I believe. So you, you look at these tackles, and they all sat for two or three years before See, they got I, their opportunity. Reading about this guy, I think he's a perfect fit because, look, his pros, he's got length, 35-inch arms, 
Um, he moves like an athlete, glides out of his stance. They said he's still got some explosive in his lower half despite the size, can take defenders off the line, came back for the senior bowl and had one of the highest win rates in the one-on-one drills. Here's the thing. The bottom line is possesses the best pure physical traits in the class. You just wouldn't want him on the football field next fall. They don't need him on the football field next fall because they yeah. got they're already three deep deep at tackle. You could even the Saints like guys they can coach up. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna take Deontay Smith from East Carolina tackle. That'll wrap up. Um, that'll uh, that'll wrap up this draft. You know, if the Saints did this, the only pause that that I would have, Andrew about it is no um, receiver no rec- no receiver and you didn't get an edge you know mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but here's here's the thing and and people 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 yell at me uh, uh, on twitter about it is and I'll I'll t- I'll beat this drum all all during the draft too is listen if you don't draft an edge guy in the first round they're probably not going to amount to a 10-sec guy. And I know people will scream Trey Hendrickson at me, but Trey Hendrickson, it took him four years to get to 10 sacks, and you only got one year out of him, then he left. Well, that's the thing. We had our shot at Quiddy in the first round for Michigan. mm -hmm. And when when we passed on him, I kind of just said, okay, well, we're going to have to roll with the guys we have then. Well, You you kind of have to accept at that point. And look, the the thing is, rushing the passer is rushing the passer. You can affect the passer in a lot of different ways. You can you can affect the passer by getting a corner that's a lockdown mm-hmm. guy, right? But yeah, it's it's I I still think we got Milton out of Louisiana Tech. I, I just think that's going to help the pass rush. So yes, yeah. we didn't get an edge, but we did help our pass rush. I like th- these grades. I mean, the thing is, the PFF that their their draft simulation grades they give you a grade based on. Where like value and need, so like so how they, do we they, do? They, they gave you, they gave us an A, they gave us an A plus for uh, Uosu Koromoa. Koromoa, yeah. They gave us a C plus for Campbell, the cornerback Georgia. You know, well, that's delusional because that's the biggest need on the roster. I mean, I I think you can argue it for sure. Um, and the, the the pick Milton Williams they gave a C minus. That's fucking ridiculous. Like hmm. to get to to get him, he's rated seventy five on their board. We got him at ninety eight. Like that to me, that's just desperate. They gave us a B plus for Treble and a B plus for Smith. I would be happy with this. The only thing is is edge. But but here's the thing with the Saints. You had to me corner. And edge are equal needs. I know people in, in you know I know people in the chat may disagree with me uh, that we listen that are listening on locker room now. But Andrew, I believe they're equal needs. And the thing is, whichever way you go, the other one's going to get the short end of the stick because if you pick if you pick an edge guy, you know Phillips or whatever falls to you from Miami or, or another or, or you got you Russo, yeah, or you took pay you took, how do you say quitty pay. Mm-hmm. From Michigan, if you pick him at twenty-eight, you're, the the corner you pick at sixty isn't going to be as good, right? So right. you you know you're you're going to pick you're going to get a Tyson Campbell type corner. So you're you're not going to feel as good at, at corner. Um, so it's just one of those things. Like the Saints, you know, their roster they had salary cap issues. They lost some guys via free agent and that sort of thing. So they just have they just have needs to fill. Um, I actually like. The fact that we didn't move up uh, and got this many bodies, just because if you look at you, you drafted five guys in the top 133, and maybe you get the you know Kanoa from Notre Dame, he's really good, and maybe Williams is really good in defense, and, and you know Treble Bust and, and Smith, you know they redshirt, they give him the Sean Payton redshirt for the year, and you but but I rather do five. Then trade up and get like three. You know, even if you got like three in the top sixty, I still think I'd rather five in the top hundred and thirty-five, just because this roster, you need dudes. You in the last two years, especially, this roster has been so loaded, you don't need a lot of rookies. They weren't gonna make the team, they weren't gonna contribute. You had the best roster in the NFL. Now you don't. Now you got holes and you need and you need bodies, you know? So I think I think trading up to me. Even though the Saints will probably do it, it 
appeals to me. It appeals to me less than it ever has. And you know me, Andrew. I love the YOLO. I love the transaction. I love the trade up. But but I kind of hope they so. Just uh, yeah, there's a bunch of people in Discord saying that they're on a waiting list and they're not able to get in. So I don't know what's going on with locker room, but that just yeah. FYI. Okay. Um, anybody should be able to get in the room. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so people in the waiting list, you'll be, well, I'm going to post this shortly. If you're a patron, you can do it. Um, but, uh, Andrew, as, as we, as we wrap up, you know, and, and I love, I love, you know, I love this mock dressing. We may do this, we may do this again next week and we'll have you, and we'll have you run it. And that way it'll give us a different perspective. Yeah. but I'm curious. Does anyone want to speak up and either yeah. roast us and tell us how much they hate our draft, draft or, or, you know, moderately satisfied? Or nothing? <laughs> I Matt, think Matt, Matt, Chris, wants to, okay. Matt wants Matt, what to yell at us again. Yeah, uh, I actually love the Owosu Cormo pick only because when I was looking at Florida's uh, pro day, apparently Atlanta was talk was in heavy talks with. Uh, uh, Kyle Pitts, and I'm just thinking to myself, "Fuck if they have to get- we need someone that can cover him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now a linebacker kind of shoots out the board, or at least a really athletic coverage linebacker. Because I-, I love Malcolm Jenkins, but he ain't the same guy that he used to be. And getting Cormoa, I've I've watched tape on him, and I'm and I'm just watching him fly over the field, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's perfect to cover someone like uh, Kyle Pitts." If they do take him at four, yeah, and, and the thing about his Kamoa, yeah, I'm bullish on him. Yeah, and the thing about Kamoa is that it's it. You know, I, I joked, you know, Matt, when they when they draft when they traded for Kawan Alexander. Once I saw speed at linebacker, to me, it was like watching sports in 1080p. I cannot go back. I, I can't. I I can't go back. I can't go back to Anzalone and the and the, and the crappy linebacker with no speed. I got I gotta have that. So uh, I. I really like it. The uh, the, the interesting thing with the, with this draft, though, is and, and, and Andrew, I want you to speak to it before we get out of here. You know, because I because I don't watch the tape. I don't I don't I don't know what I'm watching, so I just leave it to Andrew. Andrews. And by the way, if you're a patron, if you're not a patron, become one. Andrew does write ups. He breaks it down. He breaks it down. Andrew doesn't like to brag himself, but he any Saints blogger or expert out there. Andrew knows just as much as them and breaks it down just as well. And he's, I think is better because his writing is clear and concise. If you, if you don't know the X's and the O's intensely in tape, like it, it's for us people that just like to watch the saints. And we know a little bit, we know enough about the strategy. Andrew writes it in a way we can understand it, which I really like. But Andrew, the one thing that I always pepper you on draft and you, and you can tell people this is I always want to know, what should I root for on draft day since the Saints are 28? What positions are deep that the draft that we want those guys to come off the board? We know the quarterbacks because the Saints are kind of set. We want all five of them to be gone before 28. We know that. But what's another position where as you, if you are a Saints fan and we're watching that draft, we should be like, yes, that, that position, make have a run. Have a run at that position. That is great for us. What position would that be in the draft okay so and i'd be interested to hear what matt thinks about this because i know matt studies the draft too but first first and foremost you want a bunch of quarterbacks you you want a big run of quarterbacks because i just think that drops talent down the board second pass rusher and i know this is kind of contrary to what we were saying because we were tempted about getting a defensive end but to me, edge is really weird in this draft. And I say that because you got a bunch of guys that didn't produce in college, but that are physical freaks. There's a lot of Marcus Davenports in this draft where it's like you're tempted because they have all the trappings of being a good NFL player. And yet, are they going to figure it out? Cause they haven't yet. You know, it's like it's the opposite of Kikaha or Trey Hendrickson, who were college football maniacs in terms of production. You know, and, mm-hmm. and so it's like, can, can the light come on for some of these guys? And, and you know, I'll be honest, like right now, the Saints, they, they really don't want to draft guys on spec. They need guys that can produce as, as soon as this year for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think a rush on pass rushers is actually not a bad thing because that means teams are going maybe overdrafting for talent and, and pushing, you know, some of the, 
corners that are on the board. You know, if, if there's mm-hmm. a big run of corners early, I would say that's bad for the Saints because there's about four or five really good ones. Mm-hmm. And if there's a run of pass rushers and quarterbacks, maybe offensive line. My offensive line is deep in this draft, and that's probably not where I would go if I'm the Saints. So you want to see those tackles get taken early. So, um, you know, that's kind of my long-winded answer. I don't know, Matt, if you agree with everything I just said. Yeah, a bit, but I would also add, you know, of course, offensive tackle because of how deep it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, teams that want to stock up the offensive line or like even Ralph said earlier in the podcast, just, you know, teams trading the Saints, you know, to get one of these tackles. I would I would love to see him just start flying off the board and all this kind of stuff. It pushes, you know, cornerback down, but also it really does push linebacker down. Because I'm starting to see Makai Parsons kind of fall out a little bit outside the top twenty, and I, I don't know if it's purely you know just because he's kind of a he's kind of a dumbass and, and a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, I, I've really I've really read that about Parsons. Like they say, he's got he's got all the talent athleticism in the world, but he's kind of a dumbass. Off. <laughs> Well, yeah. we, know this, we know Sean Payton's not going to want that. He likes his players yeah. smart. Yeah, You know, thanks, Matt. The thing that I'm curious, too, about Andrew is I'm curious about how the Saints have receiver ranked in this draft in a sense of I wonder what they think of – I mean, because this wide receiver draft is crazy. It's crazy deep with – Jamar Chase, who was ridiculous today in his pro day, like he he just m- m- was incredible. But you have Wa- you have Waddle and Smith and Rasheed Bateman and these you know Terrence Marshall. I just wonder, like, how do they have these guys rated in a sense of do they have like a Rondell Moore or a Marshall? Do they have them rated at like in the top twenty to where? They'll get to 28, and we're not really, you know, they may have other appealing options, but because we, we think of wide receiver as a need but not this, like, gaping hole, do, do, do they view this class kind of like everybody else where they have this ridiculous rating on Marshall or Bateman, and they're like, dude, he's rated, we got him rated 12. We're taking him. Like, no, I, yeah, totally. You know, I, you know, I like, think I think as I look at the board, I mean, I think J.C. Horn with the pro day he had, I think he's he's a goner. So I think if the Saints stay at 28, the first guy that I really look at is uh, Christian Barmore of Alabama. I think there's a chance that he could drop. It's un- unlikely. Rashad mm-hmm. Bateman is another guy, the receiver. I, I just think if he falls, you run to the podium. Jeremiah Wosu-Kormo, <laughs> the guy we just took, same thing. Greg yeah. Newsom, the corner out of Northwestern. So th- those are guys, and you know, I'd be happy with Quiddy Pay out of out of Michigan, the defensive end. But so like those are kind of that's my bubble as I as I look at staying at twenty eight, and I'll throw Caleb Farley in there in Virginia Tech too. Like if you look yeah. at those guys, he he scares me just because of the medical the, stuff. The medical stuff, the back. He's got a lot. It's 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 yeah, it's a, but you gotta trust the Saints. You gotta trust the Saints to make the call on that. You know, it's like yeah. if they if they draft them, then you're like, all right, well, they talk to their doctors and they think it's fine. You know, or if they don't pick them, then okay, well, the Saints the Saints meds medical staff failed them. So yeah, I like Asante Samuel Jr. too. I know he doesn't fit their profile, but man, he's good. I I just That's keep going thing. back to. I think there's going to be someone that falls at 28 that is going to feel better than Asante Samuel. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to know how – I'm curious to know about wide receiver, but I'm also curious at corner just in a sense of where do, where do we put the – where do we – start flashing the lights and we're at category five trade warning for Mickey Loomis at corner. Like how far does a Patrick Sertan or a JC Horn, how far do they have to, how far do they have to fall where the saints are like, we will give you a third and we will give you a 2022 second and we will move from 28 to 16 and we will take JC Horn. Like what, like where, where does that line start, start to happen? You know, 
Yeah, I would say 17. You know, I would say maybe 16, you know, 12, 11 spots. I think that's where you start to get in the range where we're in the conversation for moving up. Um, because a third, a third round pick, a third round pick can get you, uh, can get you about six. Uh, uh, the the pick where the Saints are in the third round, like they could, if in theory, they could burn both of those, both of those third round picks they have, and they mm-hmm. could get them to a, it could get them to about seventeen. Yeah. So right. yeah, I think that's that's the ballpark. You know, maybe they dangle a second round next year or something like that. But yeah, I. I, I don't see them trading up much higher than that. Yeah. So, guys, uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, everybody in the chat room, sorry for, sorry for the people that couldn't get in. I don't know what the hell's up with locker room. But anyway, this, this podcast, if you want to listen to it, uh, if you're probably more than likely everybody's listening to it on their RSS feed in their car, the, the replay of it, download the locker room app. Me and Andrew do this. We're going to do this every Wednesday up until the draft. So remember to download the Locker Room app, then become a patron to get the best Saints podcast on earth. We're number one. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, give us five stars. If you don't give us five stars, don't give us any stars at all. Uh, We're the best Saints podcast on earth again. So join us. We're having fun in the Locker Room. We do it every Wednesday. It's great. Become a patron. Guys, thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time.